Back for a second episode of the Westwood Living Podcast with Dr. Peter Kevorkian from Westwood Family Chiropractic. And one thing I've learned, Doc, over the months that I've gotten to know you is that you are truly committed to the general well-being of any individual patient. And you do many things over the course of the calendar year to enhance people's health beyond just their spine. Tell me about your commitment to that and what people can expect when they do join one of these, whether it's a Zoom session or an in-person session. So the, the process that a person goes through when they become a patient, when they become a member of the practice, is as much clinical as it is educational. So when somebody begins care, part of our job is for people to understand, yes, the role that we play in allowing your body to work better, allowing your spine to become healthier and stronger and how that affects your life. But part of the educational process is also beginning to teach you how to best care for your body in the same way that if you go to a dentist, they'll examine your teeth, find cavities or areas that your gums may have problems, but part of the responsibility is to teach you how to care for your teeth and your gums. So we wanna do the same thing regarding, yes, your spine, but your body. Now, the, 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 a piece that's intimately connected to that is not just how do I take care of my spine so my back doesn't go out on me, how do I take care of my spine so I don't have health problems. The bigger piece that I want to look at is how can I care for my spine and my body to optimize my function. And, and there's really two different directions to look at. One is you're looking at problems, trying to fix problems. The other one, you're looking at improving your well-being to maximize your performance. You know, from an athletic standpoint, there's one thing to look at, I, I want to do stuff so I don't get hurt. It's another thing to say, how can I perform the very best on the field? So I, I, we try to make that paradigm shift for people in how they care for their bodies. That begins conceptually on a their first couple of visits in the office, but it grows over time. It, it's, it's a process that goes over time. So we offer continuing workshops in that. Some of them are done here in person. Some of them are done via Zoom. Yeah, it's a proactive approach. It's exactly. getting somebody to engage specifically individually in their own life, understanding that they probably can take much more control of their general well-being than they even realize. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, for instance, um, the tonight, we're doing a uh, podcast on improving brain health and taking better care of your brain. And, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. Many members of my practice said, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> and I said, well, if I did it now, then you're not going to listen to the podcast. <laughs> but the, the brain controls everything inside the body. So part of the viewpoint, particularly in our culture today, is how do I take care of my brain so I don't get Alzheimer's, so I don't get dementia? But you care for your brain. Not only is it going to allow you cognitive functions to be optimized, it's going to allow your whole life functions to be optimized. So, so it'll deal with you know, brain chemistry, what kind of food do you give to the brain, uh, relaxation, mindfulness. I mean, there are many, many, many components, and all the, all the podcasts will do is open up doors mm -hmm. for people. The actual process, you, you can spend hours and hours talking about any one piece of that but but it's basically they make people aware that the brain is an important organ you know, we talk about the heart how do you care for the heart how do you care for the cardiovascular system the cardiopulmonary system this is about your brain which actually controls the heart mm -hmm. as well as everything else inside the body amazing so one of the things that's also jumped out to me is just your attention to detail yes you have an understanding of the broad picture but when you are, and you call the members, not patients, you, when you're a member of the practice, uh -huh. which is a very unique approach to you know, interacting with those you care for, 
there is an engagement and there is that level of education and you almost rely on that person to learn more about themselves so they can care for themselves. So as partners right. in healthcare, exactly you can right. optimize the way that they go through their day. But for that to work, in my estimation, they need people on the other side, on the doctor side, to be positive, to be engaged, to show a commitment to them, to know everybody by name, understand their track record mm -hmm. when they come in. And that's what's jumped out to me about mm -hmm. you. But that comes down to personality. So how do you maintain that personality yourself, but also find other doctors to join the practice who fit into what you have established? Well, that's a multi-level question, Tom. That's what I do. A <laughs> <Yeah>, very multi-level <laughs> question. Um, so the fir first side of that answer is to look at every person that you're serving, that you're caring for, as though they're family. So how I make a decision on um, how we're gonna take care of somebody. Uh, do we take an x-ray or don't we? The kind of recommendations that I would give, uh, the way that I would care for them, is the same way I would make that decision if that person was my son or daughter, spouse, grandma, grandpa. Uh, that's the only way I know how to care for people clinically is what if that person was family? So when you got family, you know about them, right? You, you know about what they like, what they don't like, what their kids' names are, what they do for work. So I strive to do that. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Uh, my wife and I actually make a great, great team d during our years in practice. I would remember loads of clinical details mm -hmm. and, and job kinds of things. She would know, you know their third and fourth removed what their name was and where they traveled three years ago. So, so it's a great blending yeah, together. You need that balance. So, so, so that's number one, is, is look at people like family. Then number two is model in your practice that which you wish for them. So I can't be going to somebody and say, you know, you need to exercise more if I'm not exercising. You, you, you need to look at the foods that you put in your body if I'm not doing that for me. So the, part of it is I'm on a continuous process, and I'm by no means 100%, to continually do things that are improving my well-being, not just dealing with the problem when I get it, but what do I do in my daily, weekly, monthly rituals that allow Peter to be the best person I can be, hence the best chiropractor I can be. In mm. every level. So, yeah. so part of that is my physicality, my exercise, my routines every day, the foods that I eat. Part of that is how I look at the world. Your energy. Yeah, so, so I, you know, I opt to see there's a gift in everything. You know, in the middle of a blizzard, right, I'm gonna find, there's something good in everything. I, I will even say that even attaches to issues that people may have with their bodies. Not that I ever wish ill upon anybody, but there has never been a person in my years of practice that didn't have a serious ailment, that that ailment didn't teach that person something that they needed for their personal, emotional, psychological, or psycho-spiritual growth. So I, I believe the universe is made in a way that it, it's perfectly designed. It's incredibly intelligent in terms of the opportunities we have in a lifetime. Um, so I, that my viewpoint is I will tend to look at so there's a gift somewhere in here, even though some things may not be pleasant or, or, or mm -hmm. difficult. Mm -hmm. So you and Dr. Patty built the foundation as a team, both husband and wife and also professional partners. But now you've brought on Dr. Catherine and now you've brought on Dr. John. And that, in a way, has to be its own challenge, because how do you identify these people to fit within the standard that you have set over four decades? I am. I, I, Tom, I'm very blessed. I am very, very blessed um, that the you know, sort of like the world brings you the the right things when you do the right thing. 
right? Um, so we've constantly put out energy into the world in terms of what we do. Uh, Patty and I are, are very active within our profession, so many people know of my practice. Uh, I would say in a year's time, probably a good 30, 40 people come through here in a year to come and visit and shadow and mm -hmm. learn something either clinically or procedurally or something wow. uh, you know, relative to chiropractic. I teach uh, nationally. I'm, I'm involved in, in some programs teaching. I actually teach internationally. So I get to get known. So uh, one time... Dr. Catherine comes uh, into the office. Can, she sees me at a, at a conference. She says, "What? I visiting family in in Massachusetts. Can I come and see your practice?" And absolutely, she comes to the practice and and sees us adjusting and shadows for a while. We go out to lunch, and one of the things that in chiropractic college that the colleges allow is during your last semester if you've completed your clinical requirements and academic requirements you can spend your last semester in an approved office so we we have that for virtually every college in the united states she said can i precept in your office that's great okay, so she did we got to know her and toward the end of her time here her internship if you would um, an opportunity opened up that we needed a new associate and I said would you like to work here and she was going to be taking an associateship in another practice in the Midwest and she says well I need to think about it and the next day she says I don't know what I need to think about <laughs> and so we knew her we knew what her values were we knew what her competencies were we said and so she came and we were blessed and then you know a couple years later well she was engaged gets married to a chiropractor. He comes now out to New England, <laughs> finds an associateship that didn't work out, and now he's part of our team. So uh, I feel very, 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 very blessed that, uh, that they're part of us. Well, if one thing's become clear to those of you listening is that this truly is a partnership. Westwood Family Chiropractic is invested in you. Uh, they've invested in their structure, and the structure works, and the structure is really imitated mm -hmm. internationally yeah. so you've done something right and uh, once again thanks for your support and nothing but the best to you 1446 high street westwood family chiropractic.com thank you as always for listening to the westwood living podcast and thank you dr Kaborkin, for a thank few you minutes. tom it's an honor all right be good mm -hmm.